Thank you so much for joining me again this week. We are continuing our series on the body of Christ. What a powerful series. You know, this morning, um, actually, I when I woke up and getting ready to record the video, I had so many things to talk about. And even though we are like maybe halfway through the series and we feel like we talk about a lot of things, but it feels like we are just scratching the surface. I remember a few years ago, or let's say when we had just become a Christian, um, Masood and I started studying the book of Colossians together. And um, I remember myself saying like hundred times probably that, you know, why nobody's talking about these things? Why we haven't heard it? It was about two years into our Christian life. And of course, because we, were, we had just become a Christian and, you know, two years into Christianity, we were listening to a lot of teachings out there and somehow when we got to the book of Colossians and studying this book we are like why nobody's talking about these things that actually you know it's not that nobody's talking we hadn't heard it so we got to this verse that Paul uh, is writing in the Colossians and is talking about the mystery of Christ and I want to take you to there because today in this video you and I are going to see that we are part of the mystery of God so let me take you there and um, uh, this verse is gonna be like foundational foundation in your teaching in your understanding it's the verse that is going to hold you keep you it's a verse that is not letting you go off track it's just the verse that you want to hang on to in every season of your life because when I had the revelation of it my life was changed and hopefully today I pray that your life also will be changed when you start seeing how beautiful is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so let's go to Colossians chapter chapter 1 and in Colossians chapter 1 I just want to say something in bracket for those of you who want to have a deeper study on your own so the book of Colossians is mostly focused on the head of the Christ okay and now the book of Ephesians are is about the body of Christ and today we are going to like tap into some of the mysteries hidden in these two books so now look at Colossians chapter 1 um, so, uh, you know, the, the verse that I want to take you to, it's verse 27, probably a very familiar verse for most, most of us, but we just got to step back a little to understand what this verse is talking about. So look at this, look at verse 24. This is where Paul is writing and he says, I know, I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh that what is lacking in the affliction of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church. So first of all, here Paul revealed to us that there is a Christ who has a body and the body of this Christ is the church. Many years we thought that the Christ is that Jesus who was born from Mary and let me tell you that yes he is the Christ Jesus is the Christ but the Christ is not Jesus only because 
Here Paul revealed to us that this Christ has a body and the body of this Christ is the church. Okay, did you just see? So we are talking about a person here. He's not talking about the bodies. He's talking about one body which is going to be, which has only one head and has that and is basically that one person. So now maybe I should just, um, you know, share my screen here and we can um, write down as we move on. And so I, I love, I love it. Then I study the Bible on my own. I draw as much as possible so I can see what is going on. So you have the screen here. Let me just um, come to this side and grab here. So therefore, we have a person because it is talking about the body of Christ. Okay, so because it is talking about the body, okay, sorry, one hand is shorter than the other, but this is just the writing, okay? <laughs> so because there is a talking about a body, so therefore we need to understand that this is talking about a person. So when we say the body of Rose, okay, or the body of Masood, so basically what we are saying is that this body has an identity of the person. So when we say, for example, now I'm sitting here, so I am Rose, okay? So when you look at me, you just don't see my head separated from my body because the whole package together is called rose, right? So and it is true for every person. So if this is the body of Christ, therefore, this person is called the Christ, okay? So this person is called the Christ. So we have one person that is called the Christ. And maybe this is a good place to see we don't have we don't have Christ's as the uh, you know uh, many Christ. We have only one person that is called Christ. Okay? So what does that mean? That means there is one person but many members many members of the same body. So therefore, here we see, okay, if this person is the Christ and it says the body of Christ is the church, we just read it, right? The church is the body of Christ. I'm not adding things and I'm not explaining things from my own opinion. I'm just reading the scriptures here and just picturing it, what we are seeing. If this person has a body and the body of Christ is the church, so did you, do you see that actually this church is part, is a member of this Christ as the body, okay? So this is one of the most powerful revelations that you can have. And every single time that I touch on it, and every time I dig deep in this, the carnal mind in me, and I know in those who probably hear, is going to rise up and start saying, oh, this is a blasphemy, or start like 
defending or opposing this. What are you seeing here? Have you ever seen, have you ever seen a head walking around without a body? The answer is no, right? Have you ever seen a body walking around without the head? Okay, and I think your answer, I probably your answer is no. Okay, so we have never seen. It's gonna be weird if a body is walking around without the head and head without the body. But I want to, I want you to see this. Okay, so if I come and if you if you cover up my face here. Okay, so let's say you know my face is covered, but then I'm gonna have my hand coming out. If you had never seen my hand with this face before you would probably don't know who the hand is for who this hand is for who's the person behind this hand. is this rose's hand is this masoud's hand is this so the, it is the face or the head that is revealing to the revealing the identity of the other members okay so now when we talk about Rose. So I'm going to put myself here in the center because I don't have anyone else here around me. So when you, when you hear the name Rose, you immediately probably remember not only my face, but you remember probably my hair, the way I talk, speak, teach, my character, my personality, or anything. Okay, so now this is the same thing when it comes to the body of Christ. Okay, so the body of Christ. Let me share here. The body of Christ, where does the body starts from? Usually the body starts from here down, right? It's from neck, from the head down, okay? But we can still see and say that the head is also a member of this body. Do you see? The head is also part of the body. The whole thing together is called the body. But for the sake of understanding and breaking things down let's just say from neck down is called the body and from the neck up let's call this the head okay so therefore we have a head and we have the body and I'm gonna put here right in front of the Christ remove the S here because we have only one man that is called the Christ and this Christ is the head and the body together so separately yes the head is the Christ and the body is the Christ but something that I want you to see the unity of the head and the body together. So one of the things that I was going to talk and hopefully I'm gonna talk in the next few videos is that unity that you're talking, the unity of the body of Christ. So, but the unity that we talk here, which I'm gonna dive deeper into it later, is the unity of the body and the head together. Okay, so now, if you pay attention to the picture here, the Christ is the head and the body together because none of these separately 
mean anything in our lives. We will never have a head walking around without the body. And we will never have a body walking around without the head. If that's the case, if the body and the head are separated from each other, they both are dead. Okay, do you see the picture here? So please open up your ears to the spirit because we are talking about the mystery of Jesus Christ. None of these things we are talking make sense in the flesh. In the flesh, I am a separate person that someone else. We can never be one together. We are revealing the mysteries that the spirit is breathing into the scriptures for us so we can know who we are and what is our part in this fellowship, in this mystery, which Paul later comes and says it's the fellowship of the body with the head. So basically, so now here, here's the thing. So now we have the Christ and the Christ is the head and the body. But if let's say something happens and, you know, um, for example, I get to an accident or whatever, my, my head is cut off. Okay. So the moment, if you know me and you see a head sitting right there, for example, okay. So if you see my head, you could immediately say, okay, this is Rose. You don't see the body. You are just seeing the head. But now if they find the body without the head, then what's going to happen? Nobody's going to know whose body it is unless they bring someone from the family or something. Guys, can you look at the body? Do you think this is Rose? Probably they look for some marks in the body to identify the body, right? So, so basically, the, somebody who has already seen me with the head can tell if my hand is for this person. So the same thing comes with the body of Christ. Your identity of who you are as the body of this person comes from your head. Okay, let me share here. Your head, your head is what gives an identity to your hand, to your feet, or to any other members. That's the head that identifies who the body is. I want you to write it down. That's the head that identifies who the body is. So now, many of us, I, when I was a Muslim, I was walking around knowing my, not knowing my identity. I didn't know who I am. I didn't know why I came to this world. I had no idea about anything. I didn't know who I am. I didn't know my identity. So until all of a sudden I opened the Bible and I started reading the Bible and we got to the book of Romans for those of you who know our story. And now we realized who Jesus Christ is. So we started having an idea. We started learning our head, learning, knowing who our head is. And in that knowing of who the head is, you are immediately being enlightened as who you really are. Okay, so, so that's when you start finding security and purpose for your life. And I remember I thought and I told myself and Masood and I, we talked together, if we were Muslims and read this book once and we came to the knowledge 
of the head, let's say, or Jesus Christ, how much more is hidden that I don't know and I'm still in lack? I'm still in not knowing my identity in some areas because I don't know the head. Okay, so I want to I want to take you to uh, let's go to um, Ephesians. So Ephesians chapter five. Okay, so open up your ears to the spirit or continue to listening to the spirit because we are going to read some verses here. And some of us have some probably had some bad experiences in the flesh and we don't hear what the spirit says. That's in Ephesians chapter five, verse 22. It says, wives, submit to your own husband as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife. So now if, you know, some of us, didn't have the good like like relationship when you read this you think oh my goodness you know I don't want to submit to my husband and if Christ is the husband and then all of a sudden you have that feeling of rejection but I want you to open up your ears Paul is revealing the mystery of Christ here look at verse 23 as Christ is the head of the church now I'm going to share my screen here so now so Christ is the head. So I'm going to write here, Christ is the head of the church. Okay. So it says the head is the Christ. Okay. Christ is the head of the church. But uh, we read it in Colossians that the church is the body of the Christ. Okay, so now just let's read this a little more carefully. Okay, I can either say head of rose, okay, or I can say rose's head. Okay, so if I say rose's head here you think of one person who has a head. So Rose's head, you immediately remember this head, okay? But the moment I say head of Rose, okay, this one. This could give an, the impression of, okay, you are, there is a, there is rose here one person with head and body and somebody else here is actually over as the head over this person so when you read head of rose it could have a meaning of this as a head or it could also have the meaning of okay rose as a separate person having someone else as the head did you just see the picture? So when I say Rose's head, there's only one person with a head. But when we talk about the head of Rose, it could have two meanings. It could either have this, the head of Rose, or it could have also the meaning of, okay, Rose is a separate person with another person to be the rulers and authority and head over this person, right? So now I want you to see what this verse is reading 
like what I highlighted here as yellow. Okay, so why? Because we read in other verse that the body of Christ and we had, we have the head of Christ. Okay, so that doesn't mean that there is a church sitting here somewhere as a person and now the Christ, Jesus Christ as the head is over this person. That could have the meaning and revelation for itself on its own. But today in this video, I want to bring deeper understanding of this mystery to realize that, okay, as the body of Christ, who you think you are, your identity, everything comes from your head. And the more you know how your head thinks and follows and how your head operates and lives you will start living the way that the head lives the whole purpose here is to realize that if jesus now let me actually you know what let me just read this for you let's go to colossians let's go back to colossians look at verse 25 it says of which i became a minister according to the stewardship from God which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations but now has been revealed to his saints okay did you just see it says okay there is a we're dealing with a mystery a mystery that now has been revealed to who to the church now let's take a look at here why is it that the mystery is being revealed to the church? Because church is the body of this head, which is the Christ. So the mystery of Christ is being revealed to the body of Christ. Let me repeat it again. So now maybe you go around and say, oh, am I, I am the body and I have all the mysteries revealed to me. No, no, no. Here it says, the mystery is being revealed to somebody when that person finds their own identity in the head, not in something else. Okay. Let me repeat that again. The mystery is being revealed to those who find themselves in that identity of the head okay what does that mean let me just say it and i'm gonna go really sharp and i'm gonna go really you know <laughs> um i could go open up the scriptures hours upon hours to explain to you the next 10 minutes but i'm gonna say it for the you know sake of those who really want to hear it if the head says if the head says like like now my head is talking if the head says, I am the Christ, that means the head just gave an identity to the body. So now the body must hear what the head says, must obey and submit to what the head says, and must submit herself to the uh, identity, to the power, to the authority of the head. If the head says, I am the Christ, the body must come to realize that I am not separated from the head. If my head is the Christ, then I am the Christ. Okay, 
it sounds really blasphemous to so many. Like, what do you mean? I remember when we were reading Colossians 1, Master, and exactly we drew this. This is like 2013, like a long time ago. And, and I remember we just dropped our Bible and we are like, oh my goodness, we are the Christ. We are the Christ. If we are part of this, if we are the body, of this Christ and and I remember we didn't talk about it anywhere we could we would go to church and I told Masood every time we would go to church I would just tell him Masood don't talk about these things we learned in the church they're not gonna like it you know I just had this fear of rejection I would say or fear of uh, fear of um, having someone being offended at the truth that I say and honestly I way past that <laughs> you know that I there is a revelation that is being given to me and I'm going to speak it and some people are not going to like it and hopefully in time they will come to understand this. If the head says I am the Christ, the body must realize that I was just given an identity that I didn't know I had because I am part of this mystery. Now I want to ask you a question, what else the head says that their body must come to realize? must come to realize that they are actually that. What else it says? One of the books that reveals to us Jesus Christ is the book of Revelation. Let me just take you there to Revelation chapter 1. <clears throat> and let me just show you... I can show you many verses. Okay, so now... Um, Look at verse 8, Revelation chapter 1, verse 8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord. Okay. Who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. So usually when we read these verses, or, you know, let's go to the verse 18. You know, verse 18. Oh, you know, yeah, let's verse, verse 18. It says, I am he who lives and who was dead and behold I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of Hades and death. Write these things which you have seen. You know, usually when we read it, and I still do, and it's nothing wrong with it, you see Jesus Christ, Jesus, who died for the church, is talking here. But that's when we have to go a little deeper, a little shift into reading these things, little maturing and realizing, okay, this person that is speaking here is our head that is talking. The voice always comes out from the head, but it's the body that follows the voice. It's the body that subjects to the voice. The voice comes out of the head, right? But later on, actually, to be honest, the book of Revelation says the voice even comes out of the body. But now here's the thing. If the body says, this is who I am, if the body says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, and if the head says, and now you take a look at here, if the head says, I am the Alpha and Omega, so can the body says, oh, I'm not the Alpha and Omega? For example, if my head says, I am Rose, can my hand get up, get, gets up and say, I am not Rose? Okay, like, no, this is not going to happen. This is my body. This is part of who I am. This is part of my identity. So if the head says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the body must hear and realize that who she is. You just, you didn't know. 
you are the alpha and the omega until your head told you you are okay guys i'm sorry i am not taking the place of jesus here i am giving a place i am making you to sit in the place that jesus wants you to sit let me repeat it again i've heard this and probably maybe it's going through your mind i've preached this message before in our youtube channel and i've had had people telling me you are taking away jesus's place and i'm saying no i am taking the place that jesus has given us i am stepping into that identity i am not you know let me tell you this the carnal fleshly understanding of scriptures or whatever or god it all always tries to remove and separate us from god this is called religion for years and years carnal men try to explain and understand the spiritual god and in this process of defining and redefining the spirit being being while you are in the flesh causes you to bring that separation that was never never happened it's your understanding carnality that gave you an identity that is apart from the head the christ that's why in the book of revelation the beast have seven heads but we are in under one head, the Christ. So religion always wants to separate you from who Jesus Christ is and in some deeper level to separate God from Jesus Christ. That's why there are so many debates going around that, oh no, Jesus, can, Jesus is not God or Jesus is not Father, and finding and trying to find an identity for God or Father apart from Jesus Christ is false. The same way that you try to find an identity for yourself apart from who Christ says. And do you see, why are we digging down the scriptures, reading, chewing down, submitting, knowing who our head is, because the moment real you realize who he is, you find yourself in that identity, that power. That's why the book of Revelation, Jesus writes to seven churches, by the way. Why? Because they have gone to different doctrines and seven heads of the dragon. Now, Jesus, as, a, as one head, is coming to this church to and writing... And in the beginning of every letter, he says who he is because that church must have forgotten, must have missed who he really is. And that's why it's have go this church has gone to the wrong doctrine. For example, you know, the church, um, uh, my time is almost up, but let me just wrap this up a couple of minutes. The church in the first church, look at this. Jesus writes in Revelation chapter 2 to the church in Ephesus and says, These things says he who holds the seven stars in the right hand, who walks in the middle, in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. We don't even know what that means, so many of us. Do we know Jesus as the one who walks in the midst of the lampstand? 
apparently we're supposed to know if you don't know we will end up where the church of Ephesus is and overcoming doesn't make sense to us anymore let me show you here um, uh, I am look at verse look at verse 8 to the church of Smyrna these these things says the first and the last who was dead and he became to life. So do you see, this church has forgotten that the head was the one who died and is now alive. And let me tell you, if your head is alive, what's gonna happen to you as the body? So my whole you know, message here today was that you need to find the ident your identity through the head. As maybe, North American pronunciation is your, ident your identity. <laughs> so, but what I want to say here is, um, you know, um, I, I was teaching on this a few years ago and um, somebody got up and somebody said, you know, so we are this. And this person went around telling everyone, you know, um, so we are God, like for example. And, and I remember uh, we, uh, on that moment I was like, okay, if you really come to a conclusion and say, okay, um, you know, I can just stand in, the, in front of the mirror and say, I am God, I am the Christ, and you know, you didn't understand the message. If that's the conclusion that you are getting. Because the emphasis of this message is not who you are. The emphasis of this message is who you are because of who he says you are. The focus is him who he is and what he has done, who he says you are. And if you don't find that through his love and his words and his revelations, you're gonna end up believing something but never experiencing it. Let me just say another story. We went to the uh, we went to the Costco. For those of you who are in the uh, in North America, you know about Costco. It's a shopping center, shopping mall. No, it's a shopping store. So we went there and we just uh, grabbed uh, something to eat, and it was busy. This is long before all these you know uh, restrictions. And these two guys came and sat by in our table, and I heard them talking about how we are gods. Okay, so. I don't know exactly what happened, so Masood and I, we kind of got to, the, to involve ourselves in the conversation, and um, or maybe they were listening to us and they asked us a question, I don't exactly remember, but what happened was they were like, okay, you know, they believe we are gods. So I looked at him and I said, you know what, you are God, but you die like a man. So, okay, you heard something which could be true or not, but let's say it is truth. But if you don't find that truth in the person of Jesus Christ, the mystery of all ages, you end up believing some, something and never experiencing it, and that is called religion. Religion has parts of truth. In it. That's why people follow all those religions. Like I came from Islam and if you go and read the book of uh, Muslims, you see that there's a lot of truth in there. God is merciful. God is loving. God is forgiving. God is judge. God is just. Of course, God is. But is this just because you something you believed about God and then it later on mixed it with some other doctrines? Or 
and not knowing who he really is as your head, we are dealing with the mystery of Jesus Christ. And that's why our aim is to know our head. And let me tell you this, please, if you come across a belief, a teaching, your own belief or something that is separating you from the head, trying to give an identity to you apart from who Jesus Christ is, that's where you are listening to the dragon's head, not to the Christ as your head. Because Christ has never seen himself separated from his own body. How do I know? When Jesus appeared to Paul, to Saul of Tarsus, he told Saul, Jesus Christ told Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And then Saul asked, who are you, Lord? Do you know what happened to Saul of Tarsus that day? Do you, he asked, who are you? And before he finishes the sentence, he answered his own question and he said, Lord, who are you, Lord? And Jesus Christ replied, I am the one, basically, that you are persecuting. Who was Jesus persecuting? Who was Saul persecuting? Saul was persecuting the body of Christ, the church. Saul was persecuting the church. So Jesus didn't appear to Saul and say, why are you persecuting my church? Or why are you persecuting my body? No, he didn't. He said, you are persecuting me. He never seen you separated from you. You have never been separated from him. In your mind and understanding, maybe. But in the truth, no. That's why today, you and I are realizing who we are and finding our way back, our mind, Every member of the body of Christ must come to have a mind that the head has. And that's the journey of what we are doing. And that's the journey of the body of Christ. What a powerful subject. Thank you so much for being with me today. And I will see you in the next teaching.